This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome to our second episode in the series that we are doing on the three sayings published by myself, Master Lasorsa, and Master Brown in Master Collegian's Beginning Karate Book. That was a lot of words. It sure was, Sensei. <laughs> we did your saying. So um, if you in our audience have not heard it, go back and take a listen. Yes, mine's done. Yay, one down, and now this one will be another one down. But the audience is going to have to wait just another minute because it's time to introduce Sensei James. Hi, Sensei. Thanks for being here. Uh, it's a pleasure being here again, Sensei. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> I'm always, always happy to be here, Sensei. <laughs> I remember you were on when we did the Musashi episode. Yes. That I remember. Yes. Okay. I would like, Sensei James, for you to start the backstory for me and bring the audience up to date, please. Yes. If I remember what you said on the episode correctly, sometime around 1986 or 87, Master Collegian asked you, Master Brown, and Master Lasorsa to submit a quote for his beginning karate book. And those three sayings are what these episodes are about. That's what happened. Pretty cool when your teacher asks you for something that maybe feels a little or a lot stressful at the time, but later you do see it differently, right? Yes, that seems like something that can happen between kids and parents as well. <laughs> Everybody, that seems like something that can happen between anybody. That's right. That's sensei. But definitely between a sensei and their student. Definitely. All right. This is a good place, I think, to add that Sensei James is Master Brown's student and Actually, he thought it was a great idea for you to be here, so that's exciting. Yes, uh, so I'm always happy to be here just for you, Sensei, and then my Sensei wants me. It's like a double. It's a win-win. <laughs> Will you please read the saying, Master Brown's saying? Yes, Sensei. A karate man's pride is his balance. Exactly. What is that? One, two, three, four, five words and huge amount of content. Yes. yes. So I'm going to start out by reading some of what Master Brown shared with us. By the way, he is bummed that he couldn't be here today, but everybody's lives are busy. Yes. Okay, here goes. Master Brown said, this relates to a saying our instructor asked us to compose based on a primary feeling of importance to each of us. Being that I wrote this nearly 40 years ago, it is still very appropriate, even more than ever, especially in today's unbalanced world. Keep in mind, unbalanced is a balance, just not one we may want to strive towards. Naturally, my understanding, definition, meaning, application, and sense of the saying itself has expanded over the many years of my life's experience. I mean, see, he even says it right in there between definition and meaning and application. There's a lot going on. Yes. That's the beauty of a simple statement. It means so much when you start to think about it. And apply it. Apply it and bring it from your heart and all those places. It's, it's an amazing thing. And don't you think, Sensei James, that one of the really wonderful things about karate is Peter Urban used to say, and so did Master Collegian, so we can steal it, um, karate is from the cradle to the grave. Yes, it's so a life. It's, yeah, it's a lifelong thing if that's what a person chooses. And this kind of a saying is applicable. I went with the big word there for you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, throughout all that time in so many different ways. That's right. Right? Don't you think yes. that's true? Well, that's why I think, too, when uh, when we train people, when we train children, adults, we always train them in the sense of that we don't want them to feel hurt. There's other styles of martial arts. They have the MMA stuff, the UFC fighting, all this other stuff where they come out with broken noses and 
huge ears and all that, all that stuff. But I 100% believe that karate is from when you start to the, and you could take it to the grave. It's, it's yours. When you're done. Yeah. It's yours forever. No one could take it from you. And that's cool. And it? Us. Yeah. That was another saying that they passed down through all the years. Once you have that technology, it's yours and no one can take that away from you. And it is the golden technology, which we talked about last week. Now, I don't know if it was last week, but a few, it was, we talked about it a few weeks ago when we did a whole episode on all the technology that Master Collegian created and systemized. It's a really good episode. And we made a three minute or so YouTube video with a graphic. So just open it on the YouTube page and you can just read it out and then you don't have to listen to the whole episode. <laughs> well, you know, I like enjoy listening to the episodes too. Since We I... say that right on the episode. <laughs> just go to the YouTube page. You can read all the technology for yourself. So now, w- while we're talking about going to the YouTube page, you want to talk about where else they can find us on, on oh, the web? Good idea. Let's get contact out of the way. Thank you. That's my pleasure. Um, we're all over the web at Wildcat Dojo. Who knew? Well, you we did. did. <laughs> <laughs> and we are at old school email at dojo conversations at AOL.com. And at Instagram, we're at Wildcat Dojo Conversations. And we may get a couple of new ones as we travel into 2023. We're working on it. So stay tuned for our large social media presence. (laughs) So this was supposed to drop in right after the heavy sentence that Sensei Brown said, but we've already lightened the load. So we're going to stay on the light load. And you, Sensei Jackie, are going to read one of the things that Master Brown found out about yin and yang, which is a form of balance. No, a symbol of balance. A symbol of balance, I would say, is a good way to say that. Good. We um we did, though, a whole episode on yin and yang earlier, and uh, I'm sure, Sensei, that you're going to put that in the show notes. So, audience, go back and listen to our episode on yin and yang. It was a fun one. It was a fun one. But then they're all fun to us. Because <laughs> we're here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> James okay. will tell you. It's uh, fun. You know, as always, it's a hoot and a half, Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, focus. Here is the fortuitous occurrence that happened when Master Brown looked up yin and yang. The yin and yang are a symbol of balance, contrasting properties like black and white or light and dark with a little of each other's characteristic or element within the other. Life is full of challenges, which ultimately require balance in some form or another. And balance is a never-ending cycle to life and survival. But as a side note, he found that the definition online from Britannica, and to his surprise, the symbols of the yin are represented by the tiger, and the yang is represented by the dragon, both of which are the names given to him from his sensei, Master Collegian. Isn't that ironic? (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool, right? It's wonderful how that works out. Yes. On another little note, he's the only person under Master Collegian who got two names. Us. First, he was the dragon. Then later, he became the white tiger, which is cool because, you know, yin and yin. Go with the yang and the yin. Us? Us. All righty. Now we're going to kind of just take our own take on things. And you're going to start us out, Sensei James. Us, Sensei. I, uh, I really did a lot of thinking on this. And I thought about back when I first started karate and I would be standing on one leg and my Sensei, Master Brown, would tell us, a karate man's pride is his balance. And I'm sitting there thinking as an 11-year-old kid, I got to get really good with my physical balance. I got to learn how to stand on one leg really well. But as I grew older, 
I understood that it meant a lot more than just being able to have physical balance. It, it could be about relationships. I need to keep balance in things that I do with with family and friends and with relationships uh, with people you love. And it's it's all about balance. It requires balance. So it meant a lot more than just karate things. You could apply it to in general life things as well. All over the place. Us. But going to family relationships, that's also a conundrum of time because the love for, for all the different people, it doesn't change. It's just a matter of trying to prioritize and be with them when you're with them and things like that. Do you know what I mean? I do, Sensei. You have to find that time if you want to be able to spend it with certain people. Time is important. And they can't force you to spend more time with them than you have to go to work. You have other things that you have to do. I think it's so difficult because in your heart, you want one thing, but life causes you to do other things too. Yes. Right. That is the challenge right there where you're trying to balance the things and and make the right decisions. And that is right with a capital R. That's right. The right decision, not necessarily the one that you want to make when you wake up Saturday morning, promised your mom you'd stop by and a little hungover. (laughs) Just saying it could happen. You think somewhere, someday. (laughs) It might have happened, Sensei. (laughs) (laughs) I want to finish with this silly story. There was a time when more people did not have dishwashers than did have dishwashers. You need to know that. Because when I started karate with Master Collegian, so that like Sensei Brown said, it was 40 years ago. He used to say to us, whenever you're standing over the sink and washing the dishes, just pick up one of your feet and stand like the crane, the bird, the crane, where you put one leg up on the other leg and stand like that. And that's going to help your balance in the long run. And to this day, I remember doing that, like you were saying, when you first start out and you think that, isn't that adorable? It is, but you said it to us as adults. When I started karate. I wanted to say as well, I, I used to do the same thing as a kid. You'll You'll find pictures of me everyday normal clothes, whatever. We're at a party, birthday party, whatever. And just for some reason, I'm standing on one leg. (laughs) (laughs) It's so, it's so, it looks so odd. And I'm sure people looked at me like, what is that kid doing? And, but it's like, I was just working my balance. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I wasn't, I didn't have my hands up here, but but I'm just sitting there. I'm I'm like, maybe have my hands crossed, but I'm, I'm sitting there like in a crane stance and I'm just standing on one leg. And it's just so bizarre that I'm just like doing that. But hey, now I've got really great balance. That's awesome. All right, Sensei Jackie, this is going to be a tough one to follow, but where are we going to go? I think I'm going to talk about the balance between being intellectual and in your mind all the time and being a little bit frivolous. Ooh, And that is, people have a proclivity to go one way or the other. They're either too much fun or too much deep. People I've been meeting lately don't seem to either want to have fun or know how to have fun. That ties right into what Master Brown said. I don't have the paper right here in front of me, but it is expanding your view over time and how being unbalanced is a form of balance. Maybe just not the one you want. That's right. And so that's an internal thought, right? Yes. With external ramifications. Yes. Right. And life has taught me that being able to summon up humor I use the word summon because that's the word we use in karate when we want to kind of bring up an element in ourselves, but specifically to humor because it lightens the moment so much for everybody there. Real humor, but not sarcasm, not making fun of someone, you know, at their expense. Yes. It's 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 a really tricky balance to me. And just humor goes into the balancing act. 
Yes. Because on America's Home Videos, they don't show the guy getting hit in the groin with the stick that they use to hit the pinata because people don't laugh at it. Yes. They laugh at it. So it's just there are fine lines everywhere. And those fine lines are made up of gray areas. And hopefully we don't go too far outside the line and hurt somebody in the long run, especially going back to what we all three do as karate teachers. We have a huge responsibility that somebody who really listens to what we say doesn't get hurt by what we say. And we meant it humorously. That's true. And also to go back to the intellectual versus the humor in a karate class, we are intense. Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) That's an understatement. And, And while it may not seem intellectual per se, it's definitely not frivolous. Correct. But then there's a moment to lighten that intensity to bring the people back to center so that they can become intense again. I I love that uh, sine wave balance. Yes. I I had to warn my girlfriend before she went to go watch my class. I said, look, I'm very humorous and I'm very funny outside of my class. But I told her, I said, once I'm in that class, I step through those doors, a switch flips and you're going to see a totally different person. She's thinking, no way, no way. (laughs) And then she sees me teaching the kids these six-year-old kids and I'm being very intense with them. And she's, you're so, you're so hard on those kids. (laughs) And And I say, don't get me, you missed out when I was, when I was sparring them and and I'm laughing and I'm having fun (laughs) sparring them. But yeah, when I'm teaching them, I have to be very intense with them. It's a very, you know, it's, It's and that's where the balance is. Oh yes. (laughs) Thank you, Master Brown. (laughs) Okay. You guys did really good ones. So I'm going to have a hard time picking one. And I had a hard time picking one to begin with, but you know what I'm going to, Um, go with here is rest. Mm. So I could say the other half of it about 25 different ways. You could say rest and being awake, but some people don't really move around a lot when they're awake. So that might not really fit them. But the three of us, when we're awake, we're doing something and there's a work or there's a play or which is a whole nother balance game right there. Or there's a being obligatory towards the people we have obligations to and opportunities to be with them. And then there's personal time where you really have to wind down and rest. And if you don't take that time, everybody pays the price, don't you think? Yes. Well, yes, you definitely can get sick. You definitely cannot react well with the people that you're around. And you say things that you probably shouldn't. Oh, that's a good one too. Yes. (laughs) So you pay the price and the poor people around you pay the price if if you're not rested. Yes, that's a really good one. And there's an endless array of things that a person is trying to live in a balance. We could have gone with not only just feeding yourself, but feeding yourself properly. That that was my second one, the nutrition aspect of it, yes. As opposed to the junk food aspect. Is that why they say you have to have a balanced nutrition? Oh, I loved it! (laughs) (laughs) He went there. He went there. I loved that one. Okay, so we've done really good so far. I think so. I'm going to say to our listeners, if you are out there and your main challenge with balance is different than any of the ones we brought up, please get in touch with us and tell us because we'll bring up this subject any day of the week. We love the challenge of trying to balance. I know where I want to go here. Let's each think of one tool that we use to try to get back in balance when we, we can feel we're off. Mm, oh, that's, that's a hard good. one. And I didn't warn you in advance. I'm sorry. So I'll pause while we think. Okay, James, you're up. Yes. 
I would use uh, meditation. So we have for the karate people out there, the stance Mukso, Mm -hmm. which is a meditative stance. I say this all the time in my class. It's a meditative stance. And and I say sometimes when when you're dealing with the chaos of, of life and sometimes things are going crazy, you're stress from work, stress from life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need a moment to yourself to just shut your mind off, sit still, mm-hmm. close your eyes, breathe. Mm-hmm. And and that's a, I think it's a great way. It doesn't have to be, you know, an hour. It could be five minutes. It could be two minutes, but just sit down, shut your brain off and breathe. We're big proponents of meditation. When yes, I talk sir. about it to my kids, I call it quiet time because I think people connotate meditation as an hour and a half of sitting in some sort of a yoga position. And that's not at all what it needs to be. It's just a little personal time. That was an excellent one. Mine is so much less uh, elevated. I like to hold on to my cat. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm quietly laughing because Jackie actually said that she was going to be silly. (laughs) (laughs) But I tried to laugh silently so I wouldn't interrupt you. It's fine. You know what? Everybody knows that pets are good for balance. Cats or dogs or birds, whatever it takes, because there is nothing like the unconditional love and quiet and heartbeat of a pet. Yes, I agree with you there. I'm actually going to go in from the opposite side because both of you came in from the side of I am super stressed. What about when you can't get your motor running? Oh, Mm. yes. And that's a whole different place of, well, now what do I do, right? What do you do? Okay. I know you guys are going to hit me. So here, I'm going to put on my arm. So I'm ready. You ready? Something. (laughs) (laughs) Something is better than nothing. I know it sounds stupid, but you're going to stand up. You're going to exercise. You're going to make a cup of tea. You're going to literally just change right there on that dime rather than just continue to sit in that state of, yeah, we could put a lot of descriptive words there and none of them are pleasant. So let's say inaction. Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) Much better than what was going through my mind. (laughs) I tried to stay neutral. Yes. So any kind of activity is, is the activity that will spark the next one after that. And that's really a great way for us to go from here because it talks to the idea that we say so much on this podcast, which is risks don't have to be big. You just, right. you just have to get up and do it. Whatever silliness it is, whatever small thing it is. So I'm, I'm just sitting here and we're sitting in Sensei Jackie's house and she doesn't have any, but you could dust. Oh, right? I, I, you could get up and dust. She, she thought I was going to insult her, didn't she? I wasn't <laughs> sure exactly what was going where on. you were going with that one. <laughs> Although I get up and I'm throwing a load of laundry. That's usually... That's oh. the first thing that motivates me to do anything Good for you. I, uh, I've been working out in the morning lately. Oh. I've been going to the gym and I wake up at six o'clock in the morning and people ask me, well, how do you, how do you manage to wake up so early to go work out? Like, isn't that hard? And it's like, once I put my mind to it and it's like, I need to do this, I'm going to go do it. I get up and I arrive at the gym and it's like, okay, I'm here. Time to do it. Time to get it out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Those, my gym partner used to say, those weights aren't going to lift themselves. <laughs> <laughs> what a great line. Right. They always say, you know, put your, uh, like your running shoes by the side of your bed so you can't even think about it. Ah. You just get up and do it. There you go. So everybody in the world has the tricks and we just gave you our three. Give us back your dozen. Us. So we're going to take this home with Master Brown. Master Brown said, as time and training progressed, I realized there was more to this balance thing. 
I had to actually apply it to most of the things we learned and make adjustments along the way. If you have problems with something, someone, or are failing to achieve certain goals, self-reflection is very important to determine what you might need to counter or counterbalance that particular problem or situation in order to succeed. It might mean changing your outlook, your attitude, the way you view others, or the way you engage a problem or difficult situation. Recognize your own strengths and weaknesses and those of others. You can always change to work on your own balance, which in turn may help you with the balance or unbalance of others. Wow. Yes, I know. Maybe I shouldn't have saved that one for the very end because we're leaving you guys on a, this is your challenge note. But it is the essence of Mester Brown. And it is the essence of martial arts. Us. Right. This is a journey and it's it's not a destination. It's not like one day you get there and you get to sit in the big chair and say, yes, I'm there, baby. I got the scepter. <laughs> so I, I appreciate that he took all that time to write me all these nice words to help us out through this. And I appreciate you being here to help us try to sort through it <laughs> because it is a lot. It's a lot. And, and you understand, Master Brown as well as anyone. Us. Yes. So it's a pleasure having you here. Thank you, Sensei. I really appreciate, again, being here. It's funny that you asked me because I have been with Master Round for 20 plus years. Yeah. So, And just to um, give Master Brown one more rightfully owed compliment, he is an excellent teacher. Us. And that is shown in his people. Us. His people Us. are just extraordinary practitioners, but also their lines of courtesy and their balance of all these things is it's immaculate. So again, I want to thank everybody who was in this one, because this one was a tricky one to put together. I had to balance a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) You had to. I went there. (laughs) All right. Sensei James, say goodbye to the crowd. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Short and sweet. Bye everybody. See you next time. And on that note, I'm going to sign us off. Before we go, let's mention our sponsor, Honor Athletics. That's right, Sensei. Make them your go-to source for all your karate needs and more. Us. You can contact them at honor-athletics.com or give them a call at 770-945-5150. And please mention Wildcat Dojo for your 10% discount. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Hope you join us again on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.